Good afternoon. You're now tuned in to another episode of the NPZ Immigration Law Podcast. My name is Michael Nachman. I'm a law clerk here at NPZ Law Group. Today, we're going to be continuing our eight-part series titled ABCs of H-1Bs. This is part two of our continuing series. Today, during our second episode of ABCs of H-1Bs, we're going to be discussing how much prospective H-1B employers need to pay H-1B employees and why the federally mandated prevailing wage is so important. Employers who seek to hire an H-1B non-immigrant in a specialty occupation must first make a filing with the Department of Labor and obtain an LCA and or labor condition application. The LCA, among other things, must specify the number of workers sought, the occupational classification in which the H-1B will be employed, and the wage rate and conditions under which the proposed H-1B non-immigrant will be employed. Additionally, the employer must attest that it is offering and will continue to offer during the period of H-1B employment, the greater of, one, the actual wage level paid by the employer to all other individuals with similar experience and qualifications for the specific employment position in question, or two, the prevailing wage level for the occupational classification in the intended area of employment. The wage must be 100% of the prevailing wage. Prevailing wage is determined for the occupational classification in the area of intended employment and must be determined as of the time of filing of the LCA. An employer that fails to pay wages as required is liable for back wages equal to the difference between the amount that should have been paid and the amount that was actually paid. The prevailing wage could be determined by a collective bargaining agreement, if one exists, that pertains to the occupation at the place of intended employment. If the job offer is for an occupation not covered by a CBA and the employer does not choose to provide a survey or request the use of a current wage determination in the area, the wage component of the Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS, Occupational Employment Statistics, OES, survey should be used to determine the prevailing wage rate for the prevailing wage in connection with an employer's job offer. Regulations do require an employer to keep and maintain a copy of the documentation the employer used to establish the prevailing wage for the occupation for which the H-1B non-immigrant is sought or the underlying individual wage data relied upon to determine the prevailing wage. Federal regulations governing the H-1B non-immigrant visa require the Administrator, Wage and Hour Division, to determine whether an employer has the proper documentation to support their wage attestation. Where the document is non-existing or insufficient to determine the prevailing wage, the Administrator may contact the Employment and Training Administration as part of DOL to get the prevailing wage. Once the ETA provides the prevailing wage, The administrator is bound to use this determination as the basis for determining violations for computing back wages if such wages are found to be owed by the H-1B employer. It's important to highlight that the regulation is permissive and the ETA's determination is merely an option that the administrator can use in its investigations. If the employer fails to support through proper documentation how it arrived at the prevailing wage level, The administrator can use the employer's letter of support and form I-129 submitted to the United States Citizenship Services in connection with the H-1B petition to determine whether the employee was appropriately classified at the specific wage level. Thus, 
The alternative of not keeping the documents used in the determination of appropriate wage level is to maintain compatibility between the LCA and the H-1B petition. The nature of the job offer, the area of intended employment, and job duties for workers that are similarly employed are the relevant factors that are used in determining a prevailing wage rate. In determining the nature of the job offer, the first thing that you consider is the requirements of the employer's job offer. The area of intended employment refers to the area within normal commuting distances of the place of intended employment. The regulations define similarly employed as substantially comparable jobs in the occupational category in the area of intended employment. When taking into account the prevailing wage level, the requisite work and education and or experience for a job impact the determination of the prevailing wage level. The ETA provides guidance for determining the proper wage level for each position. Level 1 wage rates are assigned to job offers for beginning or entry-level employees who have only a basic level of understanding of the occupation. Level 1 employees perform routine tasks that often require a limited exercise of judgment. The guidance states that Level 2 wage rates are assigned to job offers for qualified employees who have attained, either through education and or experience, a good understanding of the occupation. They perform moderately complex tasks that require limited judgment. Level 3 wage rates are assigned to job offers for experienced employees who have a sound understanding of the occupation and have attained, either through education or experience, special skills or knowledge. Frequently, keywords in the job title can be used as indicators that an employer's job offer is for an experienced worker. Words such as lead, lead analyst, senior, senior programmer, or head, head nurse, would be indicators that a level 3 wage should be considered. The level 4 wage level applies to highly competent employees who have sufficient experience in the occupation to plan and conduct work requiring judgment and independent evaluation, selection, modification, and application of standard procedures and techniques. Level 4 employees generally hold management and or supervisory roles and responsibilities. To better understand how wage levels apply, consider an example of a job position that requires either two years or more of experience and or a master's degree or higher. Taking into consideration the aforementioned guidelines, the employer should use either a level two or higher prevailing wage rate. It's important to mention that if an entry-level job has additional requirements or duties that go beyond the, those that are ordinarily required, the employer should refrain from using a level one prevailing wage. To summarize, an employer hiring an H-1B worker is required to pay the higher of the actual wage or the prevailing wage. If paying the prevailing wage, the wage must be 100% of the prevailing wage, as we discussed before. Further, the determination of the prevailing wage depends upon whether the occupation is covered by the CBA or not. If the job offer is for an occupation that's not covered by a CBA, and the employer does not choose to provide a survey or request use of a current wage determination in the area, the wage component of the OES survey should be used to determine the prevailing wage. An employer is required to keep a copy of the documents that are used to determine whether they used an appropriate wage level. If the employer fails to provide such documents, the WHD administrator may either contact the ETA to get the prevailing wage for the offered position, or they can refer to the letter of support and or I-129 forms that were submitted to USCIS with the H-1B petition to make a determination. 
Thus, the alternative of not keeping the documents, as we stated before, is to maintain compatibility between the LCA and H-1B petition. In conclusion, a prospective H-1B employer should exercise caution in offering a wage to a prospective H-1B employee that should be greater of the either actual or the prevailing wage. If paying the prevailing wage, they should take into consideration the nature of the job offer, the area of intended employment, and the job duties for the proffered position when selecting the appropriate OES wage level, or they might find themselves facing WHD challenges with regards to paying back wages. For more information about the H-1B non-immigrant work visa process or to consider H-1B non-immigrant work visa options, the Immigration and Nationality Lawyers and Attorneys at NPZ Law Group invite you to visit them on the web at www.visaserve.com, to email them at info at or to call us at 201-670-0006. Thank you again for tuning in to NPZ's Immigration Law Podcast, and we wish you all a happy new year.